0: What's up, guys, and welcome back to another fantastic episode of the Sad Street Journal. As always, my name is Chance. My name is Jeff. And today we're going to be talking about the ban in China over crypto mining. We're also going to be talking about El Salvador and the fact that they are going to be mining with freaking volcanoes. So you got
1: one one country that's banning it and one country that's...
0: More than adopting. They're like, they're
1: integrating volcano mining.
0: Yeah, I'm just going to take it like they're creating a whole new, uh, you know, technology, uh, the, the volcano mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also, uh, will be talking about the fact that wallets are freaking cool. We missed a couple of spots in our wallets episodes. We're going to go back and hit up that a little bit. And then the best part, how to maximize your returns in the space. Uh, we're going to be telling you how to earn interest on the funds that you hold.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: So starting off, uh, China has tried to
1: ban like, Bitcoin and uh, cryptocurrency a lot in the past. It's never really worked out for them. So, but apparently this time, it, they're taking more, more aggressive steps and they're actually banning mining. They're trying to actually crack down on it. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of uh, miners who are reportedly leaving the country. Uh, they're actually shipping their ASIC miners, which are like 30 pounds a piece. They're actually shipping those overseas or to different countries. And um, they're spinning them up uh, in these new countries, so a lot of hash rate, which is what protects uh, the network, is leaving China.
0: Yeah, what did it say? Like some like eighty percent, seventy percent? Oh no, it, I, it's uh, a yeah, it,
1: no. It's it, they don't have that you much. You think it's that much? Okay. No, I, I don't think it's anywhere near that much. Uh, some people will say that, but I think it's you know it's less than fifty percent. It may have at one time been eighty percent, but it's far less now. Um, okay. I'd probably say like. Thirty to forty percent, somewhere in there. But a lot of it is leaving China,
0: yeah, which is good. That's
1: a huge freaking percentage, but yeah, it's a it huge percentage. Big, but it's yeah. good because it distributes the network more globally. So right, yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of that power is coming to the U.S. Um, there's places in the Middle East that it's going. So it's it's good overall. Um, but it did it, A lot of people are attributing this this recent price dip to uh, China actually going through and taking measures to ban Bitcoin um although we'll Well, see how long that lasts yeah
0: their legislation is weird though man it's it's so far different than ours like Mm -hmm. they literally come out and say something and it's like it it's done it's yeah it yeah like they say it in his (laughs) law yeah you know we have this whole process like oh does it make sense and you know it gets voted on forever uh but not them they're like this is how we want done and so be it now, uh, now when it doesn't work out in like a couple months you're probably gonna see a uh, oh you're totally allowing yeah. this to uh, to go again
1: yeah it I think it'll be really interesting to see kind of in contrast <laughs> to China El Salvador because like like we said they're they have finished a mock-up for the volcano mine that they're building they're actually building a facility on a volcano to mine Bitcoin, which is so pretty, pretty crazy cool, to dude. think about.
0: Yeah. Um, that, that, that is definitely old school Bond villain style. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, and but it's really cool because it's super clean energy, yeah. which is another complaint against people who are against Bitcoin mining. Is they say, oh, you know, it uses a lot of uh, non-renewable energy. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Volcano is super <laughs> renewable, and it's not only that, but it's way more reliable than something like solar and wind. Yeah. where it has to either be the daytime or, or the breeze has to be
0: going in order to generate electricity. <laughs> I just think of how, how like, uh, like that's their ultimate trump card. Like, you know, Google comes around with all these excellent benefits and, and Twitter's like, oh, yeah, well, you get to work basically whenever you want to. And these guys are like, yeah, well, our company's on Volcano. <laughs> like, I mean, that, it doesn't mine, get much cooler than that. We mine Bitcoin and secure the network using lava, yeah.
1: my guy. Oh, that's that's too cool. <laughs> it's also really interesting because... They are, so the bill for making Bitcoin legal tender goes live in November. And it was, so it's already been passed, mm-hmm. but it goes live in November, and it's because they were giving themselves time to uh, make the infrastructure. Nice. So um, they have a trust account that's set up uh, for El Salvador where if merchants don't want to hold the cryptocurrency, they, they're, mm-hmm. it, the bill has three parts to it. It says that merchants must accept Bitcoin the merchants can also convert that bitcoin that they receive immediately for dollars so they don't have to hold it and then you can use bitcoin to pay off debts and all three of those are really important because it means that the consumer has the freedom of choice to either hold or pay with bitcoin
0: yeah.
1: um, they don't have they aren't forced to you know convert it on their on their own into dollars and then pay with it they don't have to uh, and then like on the other side, the merchants don't have to hold Bitcoin. They're able to accept it, but they don't have to hold it. And um, the third one is just more for legal reasons. It's so that if you do have debts and you prefer to hold Bitcoin, you're able to extinguish those debts using Bitcoin. Sweet. Um, and it's, it's made even better because there's no there's still capital gains on Bitcoin,
0: which is awesome. Well, let, let's talk about November, right? So, I mean, dude, I think they're just excellent planning. Because Think of how many Christmas presents are gonna be bought with Bitcoin.
1: Yeah, and the oh, and so the other thing that they were preparing for the infrastructure that I was talking about right. was they are partnering with a company called Strike to make oh. they're they're making the Strike is actually making um, a wallet app for the government, and it's it's to kind of make it so that if merchants, like I said, don't want to ex- don't want to hold the Bitcoin that they sure. accept, they can actually open an account and they'll have this wallet. That integrates with this trust account, so that they're able to accept Bitcoin into this wallet, and it'll convert into dollars on the fly uh, with the trust account that the government's setting up, with a hundred million dollars sitting yeah. in it.
0: That's so. really cool. And I was wondering how how their infrastructure was going to be set up so quickly. Anyways, like uh, I mean, just for a whole country to be able to accept it and have the mm-hmm. the technology to accept it. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess we got cell phones, and and it is super simplistic like that, mm-hmm. but. Uh, I just think of like uh, like card readers or something like that. Like uh, I wonder if the like the merchants themselves will have to like go into their pocket and pay for it, or if they're gonna have some infrastructure bill that actually lots it.
1: So actually, uh, I messed up the the th- the third part of that bill mm-hmm. is actually that if a merchant is unable to make accommodation for that, uh, okay. then they don't have to accept the Bitcoin, mm-hmm. but the government will try and help them out and provide them with the services in order to accept Bitcoin as as we're gonna apply for a business license or El
0: Salvador. (laughs) See if we can get set up.
1: So if you want to move to El Salvador Uh, you just have to invest three Bitcoin. So if you it doesn't mean you have to spend three Bitcoin. If you go there, you buy a house, you know, you renovate it, whatever, and that totals up to three Bitcoin, you are given uh, not I don't think it's citizenship, but you're given residency (laughs) in El Salvador. Yeah, so.
0: that, that's okay. I mean, it sounds cool. Uh, right now, I'm looking more Colorado. Right, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's the potential for that later on.
1: But either way, yeah, um, it's
0: super freaking cool, man. It's uh, yeah. Well, what's the population of El Salvador? I think it's six million. Wow, wow, that's a lot of that's, yeah, a, lot that's a lot of people. people.
1: Yeah. yeah, um, but the wallets part is mm. cool too because just of how sleek the UI has gotten.
0: Oh, well, we're going to back to what we missed uh, a couple episodes ago? Yes. Oh, <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. So <laughs> right.
1: in previous episode, we talked about wallets. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that we didn't even talk about was how cool they are <laughs> because you are able to log into stuff with just a QR code, which is probably one of the most like magical experiences I've had with a computer. Oh, it is, dude.
0: It, it, it's blown my mind. Uh, we were just talking about this not too long ago about, uh, about Discord. Yeah, uh, so for we, Discord... Oh, go ahead. It, yeah, so for Discord,
1: if you have the app open on your desktop, mm-hmm. and you log out with it. There's a, it actually has a QR code. There's a, you could log in normally with the username and password, but then there's a QR code next to it. And if you have your phone, and you have the Discord app on your phone, you can actually click uh, log in with QR code. Mm-hmm. You can scan it, that QR code on your desktop with your phone, and it'll log you into the desktop. And it's just, it's so, it's so fast,
0: and it's just, it's oh, it's crazy. Like
1: black magic, it's awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think black magic is the, the perfect word for it because you're just sitting there, you scan it, and all of a sudden, boom, it's logged in. There's no like, hey, email verification, anything like that. Just, yeah. there's all your stuff.
1: And uh, wallets have gotten the same way where for a lot of these websites, you actually will log in using the wallet. And so there's no there's no username or passwords across all these different websites. There's no username and password login. They all just say connect using wallet or connect a wallet and you'll click it and it'll show you a QR code and you scan it using the wallet on your phone and it just loads all your stuff into into that site and then whenever you're done you just disconnect and it just removes access from that
0: website to your wallet so for anyone that's like me and has like eight billion accounts floating around and you're trying not to use like one central password I mean this is it's honestly it, huge yes yeah. It, I'm, glad, I'm glad it's the next step yeah. of technology and it's coming along very freaking quickly because it seems to be pretty simplistic for them to set up
1: initially. Well, I hope. Dude, yeah. I would love to be able to walk to work and just sign in using my just phone. Just badge in with a Yeah, QR just badge code? in with a QR code. Yeah. And just, or just, you know, if I go to the library,
0: it's just like, you know. not oh, no. I just what's going to, what to gonna happen. What? You, you know that QR codes are going to be, like, turned around to like, oh, this is the mark, right? Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah. but it, Probably, but... Like, I mean, what's been said about everything, credit cards, debit <laughs> cards. You well, know. so your your license.
1: One one nice thing <laughs> mm-hmm. is that uh, I know that there can't be very much information stored on a QR code. Okay. Um, but there was actually a really cool, just a fun side note is uh, someone actually made the game Snake self contained in a QR code. So you could actually scan. Oh, that's so. You cool. could scan the QR code using like a webcam, uh-huh. and it would, you could play Snake. With the file that it downloaded, that's awesome. <laughs> it's not like you cannot; it does not have a lot of room. Yeah, it's like in the kilobytes. Well, if you've ever played space, Snake, but, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty not simple. much room anyway. Right, it's pretty simple, but yeah. it's—I just thought it was cool. That is wild. Um, waiting for Pong to be on there—that'd be. <laughs> I think it might be a little bit. I'm simplified. not that old, <laughs> but uh-huh, sure. I do know uh-huh. the game. Uh-huh. I remember playing Pong. <laughs> yeah. Um, but along with these with all these like cool websites that you can sign into, there are also some cool, some of those websites that you sign into using your wallet also give you a lot of access to different uh, financial tools. So there's actually a lot of ways that you can earn interest on your cryptocurrency. And for me, I love getting interest on my, my money mm-hmm. whenever,
0: you know, it's not .01% over a year. Right, right. Um, uh, oh, wait, I, I'm, I'm sorry. You don't like 0.05% on uh, th- on your accounts? Oh, and you also have to have like $100,000 in it too? Yeah.
1: No, I, I think uh, I much to- prefer, uh, there's a lot of um, cryptocurrency, they're not labeled as banks, mm-hmm. but they do all the same kind of loan services where you would deposit your crypto with them and they make loans using your crypto right and from the interest that they generate from the money that they that they earn from lending out your cryptocurrency they'll give you a portion of it and obviously they'll keep a little bit to sure. you know pay for the business and everything like that but the rates that you get on these loans are significantly higher yeah. than what you get at like a normal bank so for a lot of places you can get like 6% on bitcoin you can get like 5 to something like five to eight percent on yeah. other cryptocurrencies and you can get eight to 12 percent on stable coins which stable coins are just tokens that are backed one-to-one with dollars and you can exchange them back into dollars uh, so like for coinbase they have usdc and if you took that token and moved it onto a place like uh, celsius or blockfi mm-hmm. you could be earning like eight percent on your dollars yeah so
0: and that that's insane guys i I don't. I don't know if, if any of you have checked interest rates lately for anything, uh, you know, outside of you know credit card, which you pay to them, uh, you know, interest rates are, are terrible, and these are amazing. I I don't, I don't know a time that I've ever seen one of, one of my accounts that was eligible for, uh, have anything near eight percent. Yeah. And by the way, your funds are not gone. Like if you you know if you're earning interest on them, it's not like hey, they used your, your token or whatever, and it's just gone, and you have to hope that it comes back at some point. Yeah, so a lot of places will do what's called securitized lending, where
1: they will make a loan to somebody. Um, say that Chance here wants to take a loan out in dollars. Well, he will have to put up, uh, let's say that he wants to take out twenty 000, a $20,000 loan. Sure. He will have to put up forty thousand dollars worth of Bitcoin, or some other cryptocurrency, and then they will they will give him twenty thousand dollars as a loan. And this is just if he so if he doesn't want to sell his Bitcoin and either one miss out on the on the potential gains, or he doesn't want to pay taxes on on what he already has gained Dude, on. Who does want to pay taxes? I mean, no, right. yeah, right. But this is a way to avoid it. <laughs> right is you can take a loan out against it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you need the cash if you needed like liquidity, then you could put up like your 40,000 you get a $20,000 loan and use it for whatever you need and then you can pay it back over time and That way you're not having to sell your Bitcoin honestly, man,
0: like When we when we do kind our of getting started episode I think this actually wouldn't be a terrible spot for someone to get to get started Like yeah. if they just want to feel a little more secure in the space and see like okay Like like this stuff is actually backed up dude earning money on your money and at a way higher rate than what you can mm. typically is, uh, is pretty fantastic.
1: Yeah, and I mean, um, it's a really simple way to get started. So like, if you use... We'll I go would, with
0: BlockFi. BlockFi is probably the easiest, right? Yeah,
1: well I mean, BlockFi is, probably simplistic. The, yeah. BlockFi is probably the easiest just because you can actually link like an actual bank account. So like if you have an account at a traditional bank, then you can link a uh, traditional bank account to your BlockFi account and actually transfer money from your regular bank into BlockFi and it'll convert it automatically into stable coins for you. And then your dollars are just earning a much higher interest rate than they would be sitting at, it's like a high yield savings account. It's just earning a much higher rate than at your traditional
0: bank, it's just sitting in a checking account. Yeah, it, it legit feels like a, like a hack, man. Like like it feels like, oh man, I shouldn't be getting away with this. <laughs> but But you are because it's fantastic.
1: And I think part of the reason that the, I think the rates will come down over time. Oh yeah, of but course. But for right now, they're so high because there's so much demand for stable coins. And guys, just so you know, these deposits are variable. They're not like guaranteed or anything. If anybody is guaranteeing you returns, like say 5%, even just 1% a day. Mm-hmm. Um, if oh, they're <laughs> guaranteeing like 10%, then uh, they are most likely a scam. Um, Anytime anyone offers you guaranteed returns, it, you cannot know the future for investments, especially in kind of cryptocurrencies is yeah. such a volatile field. You cannot be guaranteeing returns. So anything that we mention here is, it's like a crypto bank. They have a business model behind it, but those returns that we're talking about, those rates that, that we're talking about, that these lenders offer, is not guaranteed. They change month to month. They can update them. They could go from 8% to 2% next month if they if the businesses are unable to earn
0: more than that uh on the money that you're lending them so right. the, the name of the game is use common sense i mean uh we tend to recommend things that we have used and feel comfortable with not that that is any kind of investment advice or saying like absolutely go use these guys but yeah these are these research
1: are, these are people that um like i've i've personally used um for a little while now granted there's actually a story that just came out about a exchange in Africa that was opened in 2019 that they believe that the founders just ran off with 69,000 Bitcoin which is like 3.6 billion dollars worth of Bitcoin. Yeah. And so that that just goes to show that even even companies that are have been open for, you know, a few years, yeah, they great. can still end up with these kinds of hacks or People that run off of the money, so it's just always good to be really careful because there is no like insurance on these on these products. You cannot insure like Bitcoin, for example. You cannot insure it because you can't print more Bitcoin. So if some if some big hack happened oh, or big, is- some, some big scandal happened, yeah. there's no there's no central government to print out more
0: Bitcoin to pay out. I think there are some depositors. insurance policies for like a, but it's like a dollar value, right? It's not like you get your, yes. your Bitcoin, but there's a dollar there, value. Correct. There are insurance, insurance policy. There are
1: insurance companies mm-hmm. that will provide dollar insurance on your on whatever you hold. So like Fireblocks, they'll uh, provide insurance for exchanges, okay. but it's all dollar denominated. So if your account is worth fifty thousand dollars at the time of the hack mm-hmm. and you the the exchange loses all your all your crypto, then the the firebox will pay out your fifty thousand um, dollars. but you may not be able to repurchase all the same cryptocurrency you had, yeah. I so, mean, you
0: guys have seen it. it's it's gone. you know it's gone from. Three to seven to sixty two, and now back down to I like think thirty two right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so d- just imagine if you were if you were at seven and you like, uh, oh yeah, while well, the whole claim process was taking place, you know, it like, rose up to back, like twenty k. Yeah, you know, then
1: then you still get your fifty k back in dollars. I mean, it's, but then, it's better than nothing. It's better but, than nothing. But yeah. then, like for example, you're not able to buy as much Bitcoin because you missed out because your exchange got hacked. But yeah, so. It's always good to do your due diligence with any any sort of company, um, no matter who's recommending it. It's always good to make sure that you know they have people who have good reputations behind them, all that kind of stuff. And with all that being said, that brings us to the end of our fifth video. Big number five, man, halfway to 10. There we go, we, uh, we're halfway there. Uh, if you like what you heard, uh, drop us a like. If you want, you can share us with friends and family who might be interested in this kind of stuff. If you want to follow along yourself, just give us a subscribe on whatever podcast or channel you're following or us on YouTube, yeah, or you know, YouTube, whatever it may be, yeah,
0: whatever you're using. Yeah, yeah, guys, just uh, the support has been uh, has been fantastic. We love seeing that you guys watch the videos; it means a lot to us. Uh, yeah, just uh, thank you for being on the journey with us, and we look forward to providing you nice, fun, educational, hopefully, uh, entertainment. Thanks
1: so much for listening.
0: Adeus.